Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solo line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome everybody, it's Annalena here for another episode of the Art of Slowing Down podcast and it's going to be another solo episode and you guys can probably hear I sound a little bit stuffy. I am recovering from a little virus but I'm already much better and I was thinking about skipping an episode but I waited and then I was like, okay, it's supposed to be, and this is actually something that's very fun for me. So here we go. So I wanted to talk about the current transit. And this is something we talk a lot about in human design and also the gene keys. And I want to actually talk about what we call programming partners in the gene keys. I think in human design, we don't talk too much about it. And hence, you will also see again why I love so much the combination of human design and the gene keys. Because sometimes for me, there are a couple of things missing, so to say, in human design. So we will dive into the current sun and earth transit. So currently, the sun is in gate five and the earth is in gate 35. So let's look at that a little bit further and see what that actually means for us. So... As you can see here, if you're watching here on YouTube, obviously, if not, if you're listening on the regular podcast, you can jump over to YouTube or you can envision that I'm talking about gate five, that gate comes off the sequel center. And so it's a responsive energy. So as we're responding to life, to basically what lights us up, what brings us joy. And so gate five is called... The gate of patterns in human design, in the traditional I Ching, it's called waiting. And in quantum human design, it's actually called consistency. And then in the gene keys, we always have a shadow, a gift, and a city. And so the shadow is basically the lower expression, which is called impatience, and the gift is patience, and the city is timelessness. So let's talk about this a little bit. I love the gene keys because oftentimes I find that when people think about gate five, especially if they have this gate defined in their charts, that they have to be consistent. And I mean, consistency is such a huge topic. I personally recorded a whole podcast episode about consistency because especially as a manifesting generator, I mean, we can talk all day long about consistency, what that actually means. And the big important thing here is that 
consist consistency can change, right? Consistency does not mean, and this is also not how it's meant in human design either, right? It's meant the your natural consistency as you go with the flow of life, just as nature, if you think about the seasons, we have, especially if like I'm from Germany, like I think there it's more significant. You have like winter, then spring, summer, and fall. And that happens consistently over and over and over again. But within those seasons, there's change, right? And I think we live in a world sometimes where we can misunderstand cons consistency a lot, where we feel like we have to have this certain routine in order to be too successful or even to be like a normal human. And I have learned that consistency can really mean everything and nothing. And for me in particular, for my own experience, consistency is about having a consistent vision, I want to say, in my business. Like, I really want to bring the wisdom of human design and jinkies out into the world. I want to help people live their most authentic life, especially conscious introvert leaders, highly sensitive people. That's who I am. That's what really lights me up. That's who I attract. And so that's a consistent vision. But how I do that changes a lot. Right now, I'm talking here on the podcast. And as you know, I've been pretty damn consistent, right? Even though sometimes I don't feel like it or something comes up, life still pulls me into that consistency. And so I've been doing this for almost two years now. But before that, I didn't have a podcast, right? And then I have an email news newsletter, an email newsletter. Then I started my YouTube channel recently again, but I didn't do it for another while, right? So I could call myself also really inconsistent. But if I have a positive attitude, I allow myself to be consistent in a way that actually allows a lot of change. And one thing that is so important here, and we're going to go to this other gate in just a little bit, but the earth gate so anytime the sun is in a particular gate the earth is going to be in a different gate and we call this the programming partner so in the gene case is something we actually talk about this a programming partner is basically if you think about a coin on one side of the coin you have gate five and on the other side of the coin you would have gate 35 which means the coin can only exist with both of these energies and to fully understand gate five we also want to look at gate 35. So I'm actually going to flip over here right now to gate 35. So gate 35 is called the gate of change in human design and quantum human design is called experience. So that tells us we can actually only be consistent when we also embrace change. Yeah, or we can only have patterns when there's also change because also patterns consistently change. And for me, that insight was very profound because, again, I remember, especially in the beginning of my self-development journey, I often thought that I have to have certain, especially routines, like a 5 a.m. morning routine or, I mean, there can be so many things in how I start my day in my business. I have to have this planner and I have to totally organize every single day how I do things I have to block schedule and so many times it just felt so off because I felt like I have no room to breathe I cannot really change within that and 
I guess I took it too much to the T, but it was human design. And then also, obviously, the gene case that really helped me to see how, you know, I can be consistent, but I can still have a lot of flexibility and I can have a lot of change. And I love that. So for you right now, I would love to hear from you. What is something that or like a pattern in your life that you would like to be more consistent with? And again, the consistency doesn't mean to be rigid and forceful in any way or form. Key is because this is, again, it's a sacral gate. It comes off the sacral center. If you have the sacral defined or not, um, it's a responsive energy. So this means something that comes to you. How is your body responding to that? Does that light you up? Does that bring you joy? And also know in the beginning, if you start a new habit, even though it lights you up, it may still be hard. We we just came out of the transit of gate nine and gate nine is like we can be in this inertia in the shadow where we're not moving at all. And we need a little bit of willpower to finally get the new thing started. And then eventually, once we're in it, it starts to flow more, right? So that's a little bit about gate five. And also what I want to say is that I always love to look at the gene keys as well, because they provide even more depth. And it's very interesting because the gene keys don't really mention consistency so much. The main theme here is really patience. So the shadow of the fifth gene key is impatience, right? Where we don't trust the natural flow of life. We don't trust the seasons. It's like, think about it. If, for example, it's summer right now and we want to have it to be winter and we want to make it happen. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you may go to the store and buy all the ice cubes and take an ice bath, but that's going to melt pretty quickly, right? And it's going to be very hard to keep the cold up. Or, yeah, we run the AC all day long to keep it cold while it's hot. So it's it's not natural in some way. And also, if you think about the seasons in business, right? So I have been an entrepreneur like for over five years and there have been times where everything flows and it's easy and the money flows. And then there were other times where things really slowed down and I started to question things and I was like, okay, what's going to happen? Am I on the right path? And every single time when I allowed myself to surrender into this slowing down that life almost forced me into right it was naturally meant to slow down for me that it gave me this time to calibrate to even more alignment so to say because when I slow down every time and obviously in the podcast this is a huge theme I have been talking about this for two years now that I got so much more clarity on what feels true to me what are some things maybe in my business that no longer light me up, but I was still doing them kind of on autopilot because I thought I have to do them. And as I surrendered into this kind of void space and I was patient, every single time, seriously, something new, something beautiful came out of it. I got more clarity on who my ideal client is, or I kind of up-leveled on the quality of clients that I want to attract, or I finally allowed myself to launch a completely new product or dive into a whole new direction that I was questioning myself first because I surrendered into the patience and I trusted that life is slowing me down for the reason. So really patience, I think this is kind of the key component here. Patience is not so much about waiting, 
because you can wait in a patient way and in an impatient way. And actually it mentions that in the gene keys when you read about it, um, even like, let's say you're waiting for somebody to pick you up, right? You can sit there and like, oh my God, when is this person going to arrive? Or you can be all relaxed and you can choose to meditate or read your favorite book, knowing the person will pick you up when the time is right. And so really patience is about trust. It's about trusting that you are going with the natural patterns of life and there are ups and downs. And again, with the seasons, every single time we have winter, boom, the spring comes, right? After the leaves fall off the trees and it's just the brown stems on the tree and there's no leaves whatsoever, it looks pretty dull, right? And pretty sad. But then as nature trusts in the natural flow of life, then all of a sudden it starts to blossom. The little little green leaves come out, some flowers start to bloom, right? And this is also for us humans, we have natural seasons. And when we start to push ourselves into this forced consistency, I think that's where we have to be very, very careful that's when we get into too much hustle. That's when we start to burn out because we think we always need to be on it all the freaking time, right? We always need to perform. We always need to reach out. We need to put another course out there without ever breathing and stopping. And I think that's what causes a lot of stress. And also, I mean, if you look in like big companies and what's in the media, it's always about okay, we made this profit. It's always about more, 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 more. So the consistency is here, like we have to increase the profits instead of naturally allowing it sometimes to go up and then may go down and then it goes up again. I mean, look at the stock market. The stock market is such a beautiful example of the natural patterns in life because every stock it goes up and down and up and down. And then over time, there are all these patterns. And I have been actually taking a course about trading stocks. So I'm still learning it with Erin West. She was here on my podcast and we talked all about patterns. She's so passionate about it. And I think she also has this getting a chart, but I, I would have to double check on that. So this is a little bit about this. And now also when we look at the 35, which is now the programming partner, right? So the gate 35 comes off the throat center. So the throat center is about communication and it's a very experimental energy. It's also a Gemini energy. And in the human design, like I said, it's called change in quantum human design experience in the Chinese I Ching is called progress. And like I mentioned, we need change to embrace patterns and even to experience consistency in our life, right? They only coexist. Otherwise, we would be totally stuck in, I think, total boredom where nothing ever changes, right? And the shadow of the 35th gene key or the gate 35 uh, is called in the gene keys hunger. So this is the state where you're so hungry that something needs to change in your life, right? And obviously we can fall into this and then kind of create chaos in our lives because we're such a, so, so bored with everything. We're never 
satisfied with anything and we don't have any kind of patience to just be with what is. But obviously we can also fall into two extremes because we humans, we need change. And like we mentioned with the gate five consistency, even patterns and routines, we want to change them up. You know, sometimes I have a habit of training and running for a marathon and then I'm okay with that. And now I want to more work out in the gym or go for walks or play tennis. And I personally really like to change things up. And I don't have either gate 35 or gate five defined in my chart. I really have learned this energy through others in my life. And then the, the gift of the 35th gene key is called adventure, which is very much aligned to the quantum human design name experience, I think, right? Where we allow ourselves to have new experiences and new adventures in our life. And when I was reading this gene key, I learned something so profound that I hadn't read before because the gene keys are a very big book of all the 64 gene keys. And this particular gene key is such a special one because this is the only gene key apparently in our DNA where we can actually influence our lives significantly because many of the other gene keys is really like we're going to the with the flow of life we really surrender to our unique purpose and i think sometimes we can start to think well am i helpless can i not influence anything in life and i have actually asked myself this questions many times because i go so much with the flow of my life and yes we can think then okay if I'm only going with the path that is meant for me, how can I, how can I even have free will and influence anything? How my life's going to happen, right? So, the thirty-fifth jinky, and I'm going to read this to you, is actually the only place within all human DNA that human beings have a choice in how their reality is constructed. So we do have a choice, and that is where we have free will and. The 35th gene key is all about, so when it talks about progress, which is, again, Richard Ratti used the word from the Chinese I Ching, it says the only progress is love. So in any moment, any decision we make, we can choose fear or we can choose love, right? And so you can very much indeed change the course of your life, the destiny of your life. And everything in the jinkies, actually, when you first start the jinkies, there's something called the pathway of challenge, which is from the life's work to the um, evolution jinky in your jinky chart or jinky profile. And this challenge of this pathway of challenge invites us to check in with our attitude, you know, because anything, any shadow, any situation in our life we can see it from a place of being a victim or seeing the gift in that, right? Like right now I was forced um, to slow down a little bit and I really checked in with myself. I was like, okay, I really had to rest a lot and I wanted to work on all these things and now I couldn't. And either way, I could see this as a bad thing or what I did indeed, I was like, okay, there's something here for me to tune into and realign. And I did get some clarity on several things and a new level of confidence in some way. And then also at the same time, feeling grateful that I still feel inspired to 
you know, have one client call and record a podcast episode. But other than that, I rest for the entire day and I I let that be and I don't force things. And so anything that life throws to us, we have that choice. We can always decide our attitude. You know, am I being the victim? Is this happening to me? Or can I ask the question of how is this happening for me? And so this is really what this 35th gift is all about, that we can actually do something. We can always choose love. And I mean, there's so many teachings out there. One thing that comes to my mind is Matt Kahn, for example. He is a beautiful, um, I want to say he's kind of a public speaker, also puts a little bit of humor into it. And he talks always about love and such a such a beautiful human. And there's also the Course in Miracles. Um, that is a huge, big book. And this entire book is all about choosing love versus fear. And I think this book is really based on the, the genetic code of the 35th gene key. So it's this invitation for us to live with an open heart. And... From that place, let life show us what wants to be changed and what patterns especially want to be changed. So right now the earth is in gate 35. So this energy is here that grounds us. The earth energy is always more grounding. So ask yourself, how can I embrace change in my life? How can I choose love instead of fear? Maybe there's something in your life right now where you feel like things are happening to you. And you feel a little bit like a victim. And how can you actually see the person or the situation from a place of love? And especially what I have learned that because in the gene keys, always the shadow is always described in two different ways. So the shadow can be either it's called repressive or reactive. And so, for example, for the 35th gene key, the repressive nature is called bored and the reactive nature is called manic. So it's kind of the introverted way and the extroverted way, right? And so the the repressive tends to always be, yeah, like more introverted where it's kind of very shy and very quiet, but in a way like this this hunger for more, maybe like, ah, oh, nothing is ever gonna change, but I have I have so much hunger for change, but what's even the point? I'm not going to do anything about it. Right. And it's kind of like giving up on life. You're almost scared of all the things you're hungry for, but you don't do anything about it. And then the extroverted or reactive way would be where you fully express this hunger on the outside and you constantly chase new things out of this boredom. You, you really react on it. Right. And oftentimes the reactive side can also express itself in a lot of anger. And I think we have come to a place where we always label people that are angry or more reactive as the bad ones but this is also all the wounding you know I have to say I'm more always in my repressive side and I have learned through my daughter that um, she's always more on the reactive side and has given me so much more compassion for her because the way she expresses I mean her need to be loved to be loved and seen is oftentimes through anger and she's she can get actually very pushy 
you know, where I would be more like withdrawn. I wouldn't talk to you and I would internalize it much more. But both sides are totally valid and both sides of the shadow they want to be met with love. So how can we meet ourselves with more love? And how can we also respond to other people in our life if they are more on the repressive or on the reactive side of any shadow? How can we meet them with more love? Because that's really how we up-level consciousness in the world. That's how we positively, positively change the direction of our business, how we... Yeah, create more abundance all around us, not only for ourselves, but also for others. But so it's always this invitation to choose love. And I love this, <laughs> especially as a four line. And I just love that the gene keys provide us this next level of wisdom. And I also love how this has been progressed, right? We first had the Chinese I Ching, then we have human design, then we had quantum human design through Karen Parker's own interpretations. And we have the Gene Keys as well, right? And the Gene Keys have also, they really have grown out of the Chinese I Ching and the human design language as well. And so now here am I, and I'm bringing my own twist on all these things, right? Because I have received so much feedback from you guys that you have a little bit hard time of understanding these energies and it is my mission to make it a little bit easier and to make it more um, useful and practical in your daily life of what it actually means and yeah I even now started to write a little book about it it's still gonna take a while I have been asked about it several times and I still have to say I'm still resisting it a little bit so if you want to cheer me on please do but I really want to bring all these 64 archetypal energies together in a way that's really simple and easy to understand. I think I've already done this just with the gates, but I find this combination of the gates along with the gene keys, the most juiciest, fun, and also enlightening for myself. Literally every time I get a question from people, like either on Instagram or the Conscious Money Collective, for example, I love to respond and every time I learn so much and it's so well received. And yeah, this is also your invitation. If you want to go a little bit deeper with the Gene Keys or your human design, I do offer intuitive readings. I still currently have a holiday special going on. There's still some spots left and I'm going to drop the link in the show notes right now at a discounted rate. You can book your one-on-one -on -one session with me. There's also always the invitation to join us in the Conscious Money Collective. That's a beautiful space to work on all things money, human design, gene keys, to have a really loving relationship with money, which I know so many of you are still struggling with. And it's a monthly community, super affordable. And the more you can ask anything in there. And we do monthly live calls about topics regarding just like I mentioned money human design and jinkies as well and you get to connect with a community of like-minded people so it's a super fun place if you want to have a little bit of consistency right to keep working on things that you're really passionate about but at a slow steady pace going with the seasons of life where you can also slow down so that's kind of the place to be for that and other than that I'm always very grateful for your shares 
And also, if you want to give me a like or review on the podcast or on YouTube, it's always super appreciated because it helps get my message more out into the world. And I'm sending you much love and light as we're moving into the beautiful month of December. And I'm very delighted and excited to be with you all on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.